The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. The apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they hurried there on foot from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. As he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. When they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret and moored the boat. When they got out of the boat, people at once recognized him and rushed about that whole region and began to bring the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, into villages or cities or farms, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch even the fringe of his cloak. And all who touched it were healed. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, Christ. You may be seated. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. You ever feel like you need a vacation from your day-to-day life to get away, even if just for a short while? We all do. We all have those experiences from time to time, that desire to, to step back, to retreat, uh, and to be rejuvenated. But sometimes that rest that we seek is elusive. You know, you come home from a hard day's work, ready to kick up your feet for a few moments, and you get back and there's all kinds of work waiting for you at the house. You know, you uh, get ready to turn in for the night, only to have your phone explode with all kinds of urgent messages calling for your attention. You know, we've all had experiences like this. I I can think of a time when uh, Corey and I were getting ready for vacation, uh, and uh, our lives that week were so hectic that we really couldn't do the packing and preparation that we wanted to do, and while we had planned to leave uh, around noon, uh, pretty soon it was uh, evening, and uh, we decided there's just no way we're going to get away today, so we'll just plan on getting up early tomorrow morning and uh, uh, it was probably about 9.30 or so, uh, we were getting ready to go to bed and I received a phone call uh, from uh, one of the people in my congregation at the time and, uh, and it was an urgent message. Uh, my wife is in the hospital, she's going into labor uh, way earlier than we expected that she might. Uh, I'm driving on my way but I can't, I'm not going to be there for a few hours. He was out of town. Uh, Pastor, could you go to the hospital? And, uh, uh, and of course I went, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you just go. And, and, I, and I look at that situation and say, thank you, God, that our life was so hectic that week that we couldn't get packed so that we were still in town. And I went and, uh, and was able to be there 
uh, for the mom, for the baby, uh, and, to, and, uh, and to be on the phone with, with the dad uh, and, and be able to have that comfort. You know, there are times when you're exhausted and you want to get that rest, but it just doesn't come. Lest you think that I'm always one to be able to respond to this uh, in a healthy way, I'm not. <laughs> uh, one time when I was working at camp, uh, it was midsummer. We had been working every day for weeks on end, and uh, it was a hot day. And we were out in this uh, field. Uh, it was a day camp ministry. We were out in a field between these houses, and we had a tent set up, but it was hot. It was, you know, upper 90s, and uh, we were just exhausted. And so we were just kind of sitting and, and telling stories to the kids and one of the host pastors pulled up in his car and he came and he said, what are you doing? These kids are coming for a, a fun week at camp and you're just sitting underneath the tent. <laughs> and we're like, we're tired. <laughs> and he said, yeah, but this is, this is your fifth week of camp. This is this, these, for these kids, it was their third day of camp, right? And, and they only had two more days. He says, it's time to get to work. Suck it up. <laughs> Uh, you can rest when, you know, when the weekend comes. Uh, and uh, that was a word we needed to hear, right? Uh, and so it, it's, it's challenging sometimes to, to balance uh, our, the work and the responsibilities that we have with that desire and need for rest. And our bodies are built in such a way that we do need rest. In our gospel lesson today, we hear Jesus uh, responding to the reports of the apostles who come back saying, Lord, look at all that we've done in your name. And what they've done is they've been going around to the different villages, sharing the gospel. They've been healing those who were sick, casting out demons, doing the very things that Jesus himself had been doing. And they say, look at all that, that we've done. And, uh, and, he, and he gives praise to God for, for their work and he invites them Come away, come and rest. You've done good work, now it's time to rest. And there's a good rhythm in that, right? Work and rest, work and rest. So they get into a boat and they decide they're going to go away to a deserted place. But wouldn't you know, uh, the lake must have been pretty small, <laughs> right? Because the people uh, are watching the boat go across and they say, hey, we can get there before them. And they do, by foot. They walk around the lake and they meet them so that when Jesus and the apostles get to the other side, to the place of rest, where they expected to, to be a deserted place, end up to find it's not deserted at all, but here are all these people, the people that they had been trying to retreat from. <laughs> To get some rest from uh, you know, their work of attending to the needs of the people. It's instructive for us about the character of Jesus. Who he is. How he responds to these people that he sees. He's tired. The apostles are tired. But when they step off the boat. They see these great crowds of people. And it says that Jesus when he saw them had compassion for them. Uh, he felt a, a, a deep, uh, almost, a, almost a pain for them from within him, seeing their plight. The scriptures tell us that they were like sheep without a shepherd, lost 
confused, vulnerable. Jesus sees them in this state. And despite his weariness and the weariness of his apostles, he puts off that rest and he ministers to their needs. We too can feel like those crowds, like sheep without a shepherd, lost, vulnerable, confused. And this is not because Jesus has in some way uh, neglected to come through on his promise. We heard from Jeremiah that, that God gave a promise that he would raise up a shepherd for us. And that shepherd is Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep. And, uh, and you know, so it's not because we don't have a shepherd that we're like sheep without a shepherd. It's because, like Isaiah says, we, like sheep, have gone astray. We've wandered away from the one in whom our lives should be centered. We've tried to create our identity for ourselves apart from who God says we are. And that's exhausting work. Because then, at the end of the day, it all depends on us. As Isaiah says, we're like sheep who have gone astray. Well, Jesus, when he looks upon these lost, confused, vulnerable people, he responds with compassion. And the response there is interesting. He, the scriptures tell us his compassionate act is that he teaches them. You know, I don't know about you, but when I hear the word compassion, Teaching isn't necessarily the first thing that comes to mind, right? I think of like healing, you know, when it comes to Jesus, I think of his healing ministry, casting out demons, right? Uh, But it's also, the scriptures tell us, out of his compassion that he teaches us. He instructs us, he corrects us. He gets us back to that place of being centered in him of being rooted, our lives finding their source from him. And that requires teaching. And so he taught them, he guided them, and and he also healed them. Those who were sick, he healed them. Ultimately, Jesus' whole ministry was about showing compassion to those who were lost, vulnerable, confused. Even those who were so lost and confused that they lashed out against him. He shows himself to be a good shepherd to us and to the people of his day. The ultimate act of compassion is his death on the cross. Even for those who put him on the cross, that he would pray for them forgiveness of their sins. So it is that Jesus, by his death, by his compassion, by his grace and his mercy, he gives to us also the forgiveness of our sins. By his grace, though we were lost and confused, vulnerable and exhausted, turning after our own way, even so, even though we still are these things, at different times in our lives. Nevertheless, we are not sheep without a shepherd. 
We are, as Psalm 100 said, God's people, the sheep of his pasture. Jesus, who laid down his life for his sheep, also took up his life again. Day by day, our risen Lord Jesus Christ shows his compassion for us by teaching us, by opening his word to us, by redirecting our straying gaze to put back in our focus on him, to be centered and rooted in him. He teaches us with his word, leading us on paths of righteousness. He provides for us everything that we need, such that we want for nothing. He pursues us with goodness and mercy all the days of our life. Jesus sent the disciples out to share this good news, to share this mercy, this compassion, to embody it for the people in the villages around him. And so also he sends us. Just as he has called us to come to rest in him here this morning, so also he sends us out, even as he did the apostles, to share this good news with the people around us. The people that you come in contact with in your own home, in your place of business, wherever you find your leisure, your neighbors, Jesus sends you out to work for him. Still in our lives today, there are those who are tired, vulnerable, lost, confused. Jesus would be their shepherd too. And so he sends us out and he works through us. Through you, he shows his compassion for all the people that you meet. Through you, he teaches them as you share the good news with them. He heals them as you speak hope into their lives through the sharing of the gospel. To strengthen us for this work, he feeds us with his very own body and blood as he prepares a table before us. He gives to us his word of promise that when we are doing this work, we're not alone. That even when we are weary, we find our strength in him. That he is with us and that he gives us the gift of the church, brothers and sisters in Christ, the body of Christ. So that we might encourage one another to come alongside each other to join our efforts together, knowing that the work done for the Lord is not done in vain. Jesus calls us today, come and rest. And he also says to us, let's get to work. In the name of Jesus, amen.